Welcome, Welcome to, to Power, Power of X-Men, 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 the greatest, the greatest comic book podcast in all of the multiverse. During the whole making of X-Men and the casting of X-Men, I was there in the production office. Remember, you don't need to scream for help when Banshees are around. Was it supposed to be Jean or was it supposed to be Madeline? I drew that image and a deliberate hint. Things to come. What makes Marvel Legends so special? Just the partnership with Marvel, you know, continuing to work with Jesse Falcon. This is your special guest host, Mr. Sinister. <laughs> you, know, you would never put Storm in a ponytail. That would be well, weird. You could, but that would be weird. Answer. But giving it to Jean kind of made her the girl next door that everybody could talk to. When I met Stan, he was very gracious and, and, and very kind. This is the Power of X-Men podcast. I am your host, Dayspring. Hope you survive the experience. What's up, Familia? We had some major announcements at PulseCon yesterday with the creators of the X-Men animated series, Eric and Julia Leewald, announcing a new X-Men animated series wave. Woo! Okay. And, And of course... We got feels here at Power of X-Men, and those feels lead to other feels specifically about the five-inch Toy Biz days and the figures we still have yet to get from that era. So we got two very special, very incredible, very meticulous guest hosts today that everyone knows and loves, and we have come together and assembled a top five list Toy Biz figures from the 90s we'd like to see in Legends format. And our first guest convinced me to cover What If. We have nine episodes of us kicking together from laughing about demand of money to crying about Chadwick Boseman to dissecting every single frame of that series. Please welcome back Madrox. Hey everyone, so excited to be here. We are going to get our toy geek on today. Yes! And the second guest we have today is someone so special to me. When we were assembling our list, he knew exactly the ones I was putting on. He's been my best friend since MySpace days. I think you may have been in my top nine MySpace. Oh, so I just like missed out on the, on the oh, eight? I, oh, wait. She was, was it top eight? Code for a top I, nine. I thought it was nine. I didn't know it was eight. It was, wasn't eight. it eight? I don't know. Like I just missed the list. It was probably what, what I you heard. were. You were there. You were on the top eight. <laughs> Let me <clears throat> top eight list of MySpace. <laughs> right after my cousin and Jeff, obviously. What a privilege! What a privilege! We did a podcast called Generations of X, which is still available on this podcast platform as season one. And you should all go check it out. We interviewed Ryan Ting and the Leewalds there. When, deja vu yesterday. Deja vu yesterday. Oh, we will get into that. When we had Cy Spurrier on Power of X-Men, there was only one person I wanted to talk to him with. And that was Flinkman, who is back on the show. Back, back, back again. I mean, you can't get rid of me. You can't get rid of me. I'm like, I'm like Hasbro with Jean Grey. And I keep, I keep popping up in lines in unexpected places. I can't believe you said that. <laughs> Why? I mean, 
mean, I had to. It's been a while since I've been here. So if I don't mm. kick it off with like the slightest, was that even shade? No, no, no. no. Just gene facts, gene facts. We have like 500 Hasbro jeans at this point. So you're right. And you know what? Out there in retailers, we have 500 Dazzler peg warmers. So it's Still, it all balances it's out. Pegs, isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy? Our faves and their impact. I swear. I don't want to bypass the fact that this is the second annual action figure episode for you two. So oh, yeah. I, I mean, I I'd love to hear from you two the impact of last year's episode and then the interceding year and what really surprised you, what you're still hoping for, um, because people should really go check out that episode. It's a lot of fun to listen to. I think it might have been the first episode I listened to. Oh, we love a yeah. gateway episode, right? Gateway. gateway. Oh my god, um, poor I mean, Ryan Ting. We were like, "Hey, Ryan, come on the show. We're just going to ask you some just questions." A few questions. Three hours later. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. Oh, and and God bless him. It was like no shit. It was also January sixth. There was <gasps> a lot happening in this country at the time, and he still took the time to sit down and talk legends with us for three hours. Bless that man. Bless but, that man. We love you. But man. so far as like my list last year, uh, it was nineties, Richter nineties, siren nineties, feral nineties, domino and nineties, wolf Spain. Hmm. So I am honestly overjoyed with the progress we've made just in the last year. I mean, we got my number one Richter with the boots check. We got nineties, domino check. I mean, that's two out of two out of five. I, that's a pretty good. That's a pretty good start. I'm, I'm pretty Siren happy is with coming. progress. We know Siren's coming. Oh yes, look at the OG yes. Richter. Wind him up for us. Yes. Yes. Look at that. Oh, he has that vibing action. <laughs> that vibing action. You know, we should have. The writing was on the wall. The writing it was, was on there. the wall. It was always there since day one. Um, I don't remember my list. It probably was uh, Doug, Fabian Cortez, Wizkid. Oh, was it Wizkid? Ooh, yes, Wizkid. I love Wizkid. Wizkid was Wizkid. on there. That those are. You can't those are even remember your list. I can't. I can't even remember what I did last night. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> I was on the Acela back too. <laughs> no, they closed the bar car on me. What? So I know it's furious. Um, but I was on the Acela back from Boston. No, Wizkid, uh, Fabian Cortez, and Doug. We still haven't seen, and we know Doug is eventually coming. I mean, eventually. They've hinted at that. But um, Madrox, what were some of the figures on your list a year ago? I think I really have been focusing on the the X-Men we haven't seen before. And um, I think Banshee is a big one. Yeah. yeah. um, Just some of those classic characters that we haven't seen yet or have they came out in the old Marvel Legends line. So they really need a refresh. I think one of the ones that pops to the front of my mind is Longshot. That's exactly, I was going to interrupt you and say Longshot because he's, that figure kind of holds up a little bit, but he's in a beautiful sculpt. dire need. Yes. So I would really love, we're covering figures that haven't even been made in the six inch scale later on in this episode, but there are some that need a refresh desperately and they uh, talked about the 20th anniversary of the legends line some of these figures are over a decade and a half old um and we need to see 
some fresh takes on them because the technology has changed so much for action figures since then. And we know that Hasbro can knock it out of the park when it comes to sculpts and also articulation at this point. And you can tell, you can, you can just tell from the amount of, of Marvel product that is, that's on, on actually on the shelves that, you know, Marvel is a priority for, for Hasbro and it's like, their cutting edge brand. So they can, the things that they can do with action figures that they could do with a figure like Longshot now, like I can't even imagine. Like I sit here and I say the Toy Biz Legends Longshot is still okay, but then, you know, two years from now, Hasbro has one out and it's going to just blow it out of the water in ways that I don't expect. I thought the same thing about Pyro. I was like, yeah. Pyro's a pretty perfect Toy Biz figure. And then I held the new one. I was like, oh no. <laughs> like, same, oh, I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. Proportions. I know. But I mean, I I want to reach for my long shot figure. It's somewhere in these um, cases I have right next to me. But I saw him recently and I put him against some of the legends here. And he held up nicely just because he has a really good sculpt. I mean, but again, it's the, it's the technology with the action figure that I think is going to be, you know, what's going to make that figure stand out again in, in, in a new era. But can I ask you both about yesterday's PulseCon and the reveals we got? What were your overall feels? Daryl, you can go first. You can, you can take it first. All right. Um, I think they played it safe. Um, I wasn't really surprised by a whole lot that they revealed. I was really happy um, with what we did see. I think the things that we saw are really good. And some things not X-Men related that I was really impressed with. I liked the Captain America. I think that that figure is so good. And the features that they're incorporating even into the shield. So you can put the blast effects on the outside of it. Like he's deflecting bullets. That is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, the Iron Man, we we just got a whole wave of Iron Men. So I I get why they're doing it because it's the 20th anniversary. I wish that they would have profiled something different other than Iron Man um, because I think their strategy is that they're trickling out so that they can save some of the other releases for going live on a Marvel Monday or something like that, or Fan First Friday. Uh-huh. So it keep the excitement up because when you look at the pre-order dates and when some of these figures are expected, I think some are March and some are May mm-hmm. right now. And with shipping the way it is, who knows if those dates will hold true or not even. So they, they played it safe with what they revealed. Um, when we get to the animated series figures, that was so cool. The packaging itself, I was like, I don't even need to see the figure. The packaging is perfect. I would pay for that packaging. Um, And I'm an out-of-the-box collector, like both of you are, where I don't keep really anything. What? What? I Yeah, I recycle everything. I'm going to keep these boxes. So display them. The artwork is incredible. So that was really cool to see. And um, I want to hear your thoughts, Flink, on everything, but then the specific paint application for those animated series figures and what you think about the cell shading. Yeah, I mean, I'm really excited for it. I mean, it's about the only way you're going to get me to buy a new Tiger Stripe Wolverine when I'm already (laughs) so thrilled with the, the Lover's Triangle 
uh, three pack version is to add some cell shading. So I think that that was, was really cool. Of course. Um, I'm excited for the packaging and I will note something that they even call out on the packaging itself is that it's a plastic free packaging, mm -hmm. which is something that Hasbro announced a couple years ago. And in my, I remember thinking at the time, um, that they were shifting to uh, packet plastic free packaging. That's hard to say <laughs> by, you know, some near time in the future. Uh, and I remember thinking, you know, how's that going to work? There's not going to be windows on these packaging. It's just going to be boring boxes on a shelf. And here they are decoing it like a VHS tape. And I'm like, holy shit, this packaging is even cooler than what we normally get. I'm actually going to hold on to this. So I'm really excited about it. I think the packaging is definitely a huge motivator for why I pre-ordered the figures when maybe I wouldn't have otherwise, since they're so similar to the ones just right, right over there. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I didn't see anything uh, from from you, Dayspring. Um, but did you did you notice that they stealthily announced Gene and Storm? Oh, I and, did. You know, of that course, was in my did. notes right here, Gene and Storms. But you know what I'm shocked about? Why no morph? Like morph would have been like the obvious slam dunk. Oh, for and this. to have the Leewalds yeah. reveal him would have been yeah. just that the icing. Yeah, I I can't. That's what I didn't morph get. Isn't coming. And the thing about Morph, I think he's only a very special character for those of us who grew up on the animated series and oh, know yeah. him very well. So we would want, you know, the Lee Waltz to reveal it. I know we were on DMs going back and forth. I was like, I don't know if they would do the cell shading because this is an animated show from 30 years ago. I mean, that seems risky. I, I think for fans, of course, it's a slam dunk, but for retailers... I would be like, if I was at Target, I'm like, why are you selling me an action figure from a cartoon that's like 30 years old at this point? That tells us that the Disney Plus platform yes. for the show, it's an absolute killer. Like it that's is- That's what I was gonna say. It. Like there's a reason that, that the X-Men exclusives have been on mm -hmm. Shop Disney because Disney yep. is like, give yep. us those X-Men. Those are our, our, our big winner. Look right here, Target right here. And this is the animated series, you know, uh, girls. I'm going and to the Target logo. as soon as we're done. You're welcome. I'll pick you up one. I think I had a lot in my, in is my, that, is that in the ladies or the men's? It's just, it's in the men's, it's in the men's section, but we had a lot in my target. So I was going to get two because I like pit stains. I don't want pit stains. Same anymore. here. Yeah. If it's a white shirt, get me a couple <laughs> through it real quick. But you know, like the thing, Flink, I wanted to circle back on what you were saying about the plastic free packaging, mm -hmm. because I too wondered how they were going to do that. And it's not so much with collectors like me, you and Daryl, but yeah. more like kids who are perusing the aisles at Target who are not going to actually see the figure inside. I wonder right. if that's going to take a hit there, because I agree with you. I think the packaging is gorgeous. I know what the fig I know what the figure is going to look like before I buy it just because we're in that community. But I'm curious, like, what about little Flink, little Daryl, little Dayspring, who are perusing those aisles and don't see how cool Wolverine? I'm, I'm just curious what their marketing approach for that is. I'm sure they've had to have, like, cleared well, it, you know? It looked like there was, like, a, a to-scale photo of the figure on the back of the packaging, which mm. I know is not always representative of exactly what is going to be in it, but at least they put a figure in there uh, on the package so that you yeah. can at least see what you're getting, I guess. I'm not sure. You know, I actually, um, I had my first 
windowless package from Hasbro. It was uh, a pack of uh, Power Ranger Lightning Collection. Um, like, like I don't even, I can't remember what they're called, but they're like the putties of the ZO seasons, the robot cogs, cogs. Mm-hmm. And, and they were not pictured anywhere. You, you couldn't see the figures. And I remember being like super annoyed by that at first, like getting it and being like, oh, I'm not going to be able to, you know, see if the paint job, the paint apps are good. Um, I just can't see the figure. And it was, I, I was frustrated by that at first. So as a kid, you know, I can definitely see being put off by not being able to see the actual toy inside, but like also that packaging. I know. I just, well, what are they going to do for, for like a main, like a mainline release? Cause these are, these are com exclusives. Yeah. yeah uh, what, I, what is a, 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 a legends plastic free packaging figure going to look like on the shelves at target? I really don't know. I, the, the first one they sent to retail that was uh, plasticless was Modoc. So yep. I remember them calling that out as this is our first figure that has no plastic. You cannot see it. We're going to see how it goes. And I feel that Modoc has been sitting on shelves, um, but it's a higher price point as well. Yeah. And it's Modoc. Um, if and I love Modoc. Yeah, but it's Modoc. I don't see him flying exactly. on shelves. So it will be interesting to see once they roll out this sort of packaging for an entire wave that goes yeah. to retail, yeah. what sort of impact it has, or what sort of special display they have to create to send out with the wave. So yeah. that the targets of the world have to put up maybe a graphic sign that shows the figures. So when you're looking and browsing, there's an eight and a half by 11 or something yeah. right there that's showing off the figures. So kids can say, oh, that looks really cool. Um, if I were to see these figures on the shelves, the animated series ones, I would obviously buy them because the packaging. Oh, yeah. Ass. Oh, my and it's everything that my 90s kid um deep down inside me loves neon action like it it looks so cool but how does that translate to your normal spider-man wave or something like that i guess we'll see and i think it's really great that they're moving towards definitely i can't wait to see what happens next (laughs) can't wait can't wait but yeah i mean i'm always curious i mean flink you know this to death i'm always to ad nauseum I'm I'm always curious about the business aspect of that and like how they they pitch to sellers and stuff like that. But I thought you, wait, we got Wolverine and Jubilee and Gene and Storm. That seems like a slam dunk for me yeah. personally. I'm happy with them. You know, with the uh, Legends anniversary waves. You know, we got Steve Rogers, which looks really good. We got Iron Man, who looks really good. Are we getting that Toy Biz Wave One and finally getting a new Toad? That's so where... didn't did they they announced it right? Yeah, did they, they did. They they confirmed it. it is the entire first wave. <gasps> so yeah. I had tuned, I'll be honest, I had tuned out by that point, but I saw Toy Shiz post in his Iron Man post in the con- mm-hmm. in the description for it that they did announce Toad yes. full reveal coming later. Yeah. So that's how that's what I know. I, I had to mute it because I was with a client yesterday, yeah. but I mean, I was watching my clients like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just on a conference call <laughs> <laughs> with my friends, my online friends, friends here. Online, online friends here. So I didn't hear that part. So they did announce Toad and Hulk then. Yep. I didn't hear Hulk. I heard, to- yeah. I did hear Toad. Toad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's both of them. Awesome. Great. Oh, well, I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited. I mean, I mean, we're way past due for an updated Toad. 
I mean, like that toad wasn't even made for legend. So no. like that toad was due for an up like an update before he was even released. Yeah, he yeah. was really he was supposed to be a two pack with the with the movie toad. Yep. Yeah. Oh that's how old that figure mold is. Oh Ew. <laughs> that's how old he is. The lack of articulation. He had what his ankles spun around was <laughs> yeah. like, about and then, like, the he's... best articulation. And he has like the frog, frog blue. The toad. The toad. I toad had a toad. I also have him here. Damn, I should have pulled all these out. I know. Um, so what uh, something I wanted to touch on that Flink, you mentioned it ties into what you're saying, Dave Spring the business aspect that yep. obviously Marvel is their big money maker. And I watched part of the star Wars panel on Friday and nothing screams to me that Marvel is one of their flagship lines. than their, um, the, the rancor for the has lab for star Wars fans for the black series, which is the same scale as Marvel Legends, six inches. And they posted their own has lab and the rancor for non-Star Wars fans, it's a big monster. And the dimensions are impressive. It's really in scale with six-inch figures. Yeah, it looks cool. But I looked at the the goal, and their goal is 9,000 backers. Whoop. You compare that to Galactus, which is 16,000, which was light years ahead of what the Sentinel was. Mm-hmm. And I remember everyone wondering, are we even going to fund Galactus? And obviously, it was blown out of the water. And we got all of the um, stretch goals for Galactus, but um, the Rancor is priced the same price as Galactus. And it's significantly smaller. It has, uh, I think, around the same points of articulation because you have the fingers and everything. So uh, I, I just checked it right now. They are at 3,266 out of 9,000 already. And they have 43 and a half days to go. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I, as a Marvel fan, I feel a little cheated because I wish they would have set that bar lower for Galactus because I feel they sort of skimped out on stretch goals. I wish that we would have gotten another Herald or something like that because mm-hmm. that would have been so cool instead of just the final stretch goal being the Dr. Doom head for Galactus. That, oh, okay. Um, but anyway, that says to me, they know that they can get money from the Marvel oh, yeah. fans, that they can set that bar super high, and they're still going to make that money. So oh, good yeah. for them for making such an incredible product that makes all of us rabid fans that consume basically whatever they put out. I'm not an Iron Man fan, but obviously the sales are there for them to do an entire wave of Iron Man and have people get excited about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that you can just sort of see, you know, that going back to like just the number of reveals that we got at, at, at PulseCon this year, it was everyone was fairly reserved in, in what they I, I feel like they revealed. We didn't get a lot of Power Rangers. We didn't get a lot of Star Wars. We didn't get a lot of G.I. Joe or Marvel. Those are of course, those are the ones that I watched. I didn't watch any of the others. May have gotten a shitload of Transformers. I don't know. Um, but it, it, across the board, it seemed rather limited. And I feel like that probably uh, has to do with something that you touched on earlier, Daryl, about, about the shipping circumstances. Um, you know, I feel like they probably, they are so much that they've already announced that should probably be on shelves already that isn't, that they probably were like, oh, we have to like really rein in you know, what we reveal. And I think we were talking about this the other day, you know, there are 
37 announced Power Ranger Lightning Collection figures that have not hit retail yet. And we're talking things that were announced as far back as like February have, have not shown up at retail yet. Meanwhile, Legends, they just keep coming and relatively on time. So there's clearly some sort of internal prioritization within Hasbro that Marvel is one of their big money makers and they're paying clearly paying for some sort of expedited or priority shipping to make sure that that product hits on time. And, you know, I think that they need one of the reasons that they would have maybe been conservative with their, their backer count for, for star Wars, uh, you know, HasLab at this point is because they need it to look like a smashing success. They need to blow it out of the water. Otherwise the star Wars brand probably isn't looking as great as it, as it once did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, you know, it, it, it's, it's just a sign of like how the cult it's, it's, it blows my mind that the culture has shifted so much that Marvel toys are now seemingly prioritized more than Star Wars and Power Rangers, which certainly was not the case in our childhoods. Nope. No, not at all. And I mean, we won. We won, kids. We won. We won. <laughs> we won. Not we have I a don't whole love Iron... all of those things. <laughs> we have a Iron Man wave. Just oh, God, Iron yeah, Man. We won. We won. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just a while to think that back in the day when Star Wars was a priority and like the Avengers were like C-list that we would live in a world. And remember, I think like you and I talked about this like back in like 2008, where I was like, no man, like Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman, those are like icons. You know, there's no way the Avengers could ever surpass that. And here we are. Here we are. (laughs) Here we are. Batman who, you know, like Superman who, literally Superman. I mean, Superman who for sure, like (laughs) Superman who even, I don't look, I'm going to piss off so many people, but I've never been a Superman fan. So to see him like flop at the box office while Marvel ascends to new heights is kind of (laughs) like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't help it. It's like, I get more gratitude out of that than I do of like thinking about all the people who told me that superheroes were lame and like, I, you know, cool kids played sports and like all of that oh, stuff. Yeah. Like I get more status, like more satisfaction out of Marvel beating Superman than I do like Marvel beating, like being more popular than sports these days. I love it. Yeah, no, it's man growing up reading comic books it was tough man people just thought you were weird you were a nerd you know and now it's it's cool and it's and it's also fun because people come to you and they're like but what happens next what does this mean and you're like oh my god i will tell you and this was so true during wandavision like everyone was like tell me about wanda yes and it's like yes, yes finally sit down let me tell you about west coast <laughs> it was your dream come true it was my dream come true but also we got the West Coast Avengers uh, line announced, and oh. I'm so excited for that with Wanda and White Vision, and we have obviously Tigra as well. So I'm happy. I'm so happy. It's so weird because I love the West Coast Avengers, and for them to have retro packaging that says West Coast Avengers blows <laughs> my mind because after like after the arc where we get White Vision coming out, that comic goes to shit. Yeah. So, oh, it it is bad. Wanda has her moment. <laughs> there, are, there are whole arcs where you are just plowing through it, and on the other side, you're just hoping 
or something. <laughs> and um, there's not. So That's a lot of 90s comics, but yeah, 90s yes. Avengers for sure. Mm. Oh, but they're they're highlighting some really good West Coast Avengers. Like they are picking the perfect time frame for that team. Mm-hmm. I bought the whole uh, Disney Plus wave because it had white vision. I'm like, this can go in my West Coast Avengers display. It doesn't need to anymore because they made me a white vision from the with top. bare feet, no less. Yeah. I, I have to say, I'm, I mean, yay, but I'm slightly annoyed that I have to buy another Wanda mm-hmm. that looks almost exactly like the one that I already have, matters. except yeah. yep. not metallic. And I've been complaining about that Wanda being metallic. I was like, she doesn't go. Like, mm-hmm. when does Wanda wear metallics? And now I know they were just waiting to get me again. <laughs> My third Wanda on this body. I'm, you know, I'm really okay with what they're doing with like the animated series and like these retro card packaging using these old molds and like giving us clever packaging and new decos. Yeah. I'm not, it's funny that like I, a couple of years ago, I probably would have been like, you know, and, and now I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I need that other Wanda yeah. right now, you know, and I need another tiger stripe Wolverine. And it's exactly what you said, Flink. It's like, it needed to be the cell shading and needed to look like the animated yeah. series in order for me to get it. With the rounded animated series claws, like yeah. his animated series yeah. claws are a very specific rendition. And I'm happy that they put that de- So happy. They put that detail on the figure. And his gene Cyclops photo, like that meme has roots. <laughs> Uh, yes. yeah. Well, I, I, I have to wonder a little bit who thought of it first, Hasbro or, or Mondo. Not that yeah. I, I mean, I ordered both. I love <laughs> both. I will be happy to have a 12 inch and a six inch Wolverine, emo Wolverine being sad about who are y'all going to put in the frame? Are y'all, are y'all going to put anyone in there? What, what if it's just like Scott's butt? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just like the, 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 the frame of him. Like lying on the floor. I love it. That's I love that. Perfect. That's how it should just they should just ship it like that because we know he's not really crying over over Gene. He's never crying over Gene. Mm. I'll say one thing about the panel. I did like the the voting for for the reveal at the end. Mm -hmm. Uh whether you wanted the hero, the villain, or the redo, I would of course. Uh, voted for the redo. I was hoping it would maybe be an ex villain, but despair looked cool. I'll, you know, I won't buy him, but he looked cool enough. He looked cool. Yeah. I think if you're a fan, I saw a lot of traction for that on social media from, oh, yeah. from fellow X stands. So, yeah. yeah he looks what, cool. And uh, what about Vulcan? Oh, that's oh right. Oh my Vulcan. God. We didn't I even forgot. talk about Vulcan or, 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 or Eenie or Meenie. I know, I, I know Dayspring has feels on getting a maggot. That's for sure. I mean, I want maggot like right now. We've I was wanted literally... maggot since 1996. <laughs> oh my God. Since that fighters. I literally just Instagrammed that gene this morning. I literally just, inst- stop reading my mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when that, look, a 90s gene with a phoenix effect and a maggot, like in a wave, sign me up. I was ready for it. And here we are. Still haven't gotten it. Um, I'm excited. Like, let's see where that goes. I don't think there was much to say. I mean, it's just a digital rendering. So I'm excited it, that wave is seemingly confirmed. But like, I feel like Marvelous News is always on point when they read. Oh, yeah. 
those things. So I've, I kind of mentally prepared. I wasn't shocked. I wasn't very phased when David Nakayama, you know, was rendering the, the art. And then we got the reveal for that. But if it was an actual figure, I would probably be a lot more excited, but I'm glad he's confirmed. Yeah. yeah. Vulcan's not like high on my, my list of most, most wanted X-Men characters. I don't even know if I'll put him with my heroes or, or the villains at this point. I mean, he's wearing an X belt and he's a hero yeah. now. I don't know, but I, I'm more excited for the maggot tease, I think, than I was for Vulcan. Yeah. And, you know, Vulcan, who I want, isn't like the Summer's brother I want the most right now. That mm. that we will talk about later. <laughs> Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. <laughs> but Daryl, what did you think of Vulcan? I'm excited that basically they confirmed the first of that rumored wave. And again, they're playing it real conservative because we got the render of it. Mm -hmm. We did the prototype and they didn't go any further for that wave. So it will be interesting to see how they trickle these things out because they have a good mix now. They have a few waves that they partially announced. So they have a lot of fodder for the coming months to give us something to keep the excitement up because, you know, we're all going to gobble it up and we're all going to blow up Instagram every single time they announce even one figure from one of these waves. So it's pretty smart. They didn't reveal a whole lot for 2022. Yeah. Um, And of note on that conservative line, the star Wars has lab is not being delivered until 2023. Damn. They, uh, they are doing that long-term planning because of the whole supply chain thing going on. I mean, I've had a re-armored, Boba Fett cosplay helmet from from Hasbro I that I ordered the week they revealed Boba Fett on the Mandalorian late last year and it's had a date of this December the entire the entire time so like the de-emphasis on Star Wars is real and has been Mm. yeah are the are the I'm sorry I'm on the website now because I didn't know the pre-order links went up (laughs) oh my god so I'm like getting everything you're done now um, are they supposed to ship in March first? Is that is that the date, or is it, or is it sooner if you're a PulseCon member and you got it on the right time? Uh, oh, which one are we talking? So for the animated series and for, for animated series, I have um, May and June 2022, mm-hmm. and then for the uh, West Coast Avengers, I'm seeing March. Yep, that's correct. That's great. Okay. Yay. So order (laughs) some of the PulseCon exclusives were here now and some weren't. For instance, I ordered uh, the Marvel Legends animated Venom and he's like, they took my my money's already. He's going to send. Whereas the PulseCon Pudgy Pig Power Rangers exclusive isn't shipping until April. And that was across the board. That wasn't just Mm -hmm. like for non-Pulse premium members like it was last year. He was never here. So that again like i'm sorry to say as much as i love power rangers it's clearly it's clearly not where hasbro is putting their priorities right now so far as getting the inventory here um all right fellas so we are here to discuss our top five figures from the toy biz days that have not seen the light of day in legends format so and and the list is getting pretty slim um It's true. So I think we're going to have some surprises for folks. All right. Um, because we Hasbro has been great. They've given us a whole lot. Um, but there are still a lot that we want as oh, yeah. crazy Marvel stands. 
So will we ever be satisfied? Let's the answer is no. The answer is never. Like Ryan, Dwight, y'all are doing a really great job, but uh, it's we're never going to be just crazy. Where are figures? Where are the figures? We crazy. We need them. We so crazy. So we'll kick off our list. So folks at home, the way we're going to do this, we're going to do like a round table discussion. Each of us are going to say our top five uh, figures we want. We'll kick it off with Flink. We'll go to Daryl and then we'll come to me. Yes. And Flink was so good when I was putting my list together. He knew exactly the ones I was thinking. And you I knew know, who I to avoid. Yeah, and who to avoid. There was one figure that I knew you were going to put in there, and I was right. And I was like, oh, but I can't. I can't take it from him. You can't. You couldn't. Can't. Um, but um, my top five, I don't have Jumpsuit Rogue or Space Jean Grey, which were two of the ones I would have put in. But we have plenty of rogues, and I don't think we have enough Jean Greys, but... <laughs> never too many. <laughs> but never too many. And then, Daryl, your list was absolutely phenomenal. So I'm really excited to discuss you guys' lists. Like you guys' lists are amazing. And I'm just going to be completely honest. Like it was, this was a tough assignment. I don't know if you guys struggled with this as much as I did, but I had a list. Like we say that there's, there's not too many options for them to make, but really there's like the nineties, like toy biz figures are so iconic to me that even the people I have they have no business making. They had no business being in the line then. They have no business being in the line now. I still want. Yeah. And so to 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 that end, I had to start my list uh, with a super random character. So if we want to go ahead and reveal, my first <gasps> choice is La Lunatica. Yes. Um, I have to, like I said, I have to throw in a completely off the wall uh, choice who has no chance of being made. Um, and honestly, I know like next to nothing about the character. All I really know is that as a young gay boy, uh, her giant hair, her huge mm. pushed up boobs and her metallic purple outfit were just, oh. just everything, everything. And I loved, thank you, Daryl. I loved the figure that I, 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 I bought both versions that we have on display Ooh. here. Um, but I have to, I, I have to ask if adding that little black harness, like really made her ensemble more conservative. No, no. it made her kick your right. Mm. Absolutely. It certainly made her more appealing to, to my young gay self. I'm like, Oh, her spike choker and this little <laughs> harness thing. Like it was just, it was just everything. This to is me. when Toy Biz was redoing some of their figures. Like when we got the Generation X Emma without like her white tights and then they mm-hmm. painted on her thighs those white tights. And then I think they did them with the X-Men movie wave too with like yep. Jean. They like, they made her zip up. <laughs> they like, there were actually like three versions of Jean and Storm. There was yeah. the one where their boobs were like full, full out. There was the mm-hmm. version where they painted a bra on and then they actually re-sculpted it, zipped up. Yeah, I had all three versions, of course, just like I had all of these. Um, You know, I don't know if it's the fact that I just really loved this figure uh, because of how cool she was, but she also shared a body with the Toy Biz Xena figures, uh, both the five inch and 10 inch, which of course I had and I loved. I just, 
I love this figure. Like I said, I know nothing about the character. I don't think I've made it past the first three issues of X-Men 2099, but you're not missing much. This is <laughs> essentially like, I mean, she's a drag queen, basically. Yes, she, she is. I, I'm we obsessed. have to get Demanda you... to do this. <laughs> oh my God. There's our Demanda reference. There's our Demanda reference. It wouldn't be an episode. No, we did a Demanda reference in the intro with Demanda Bunny. Well, we're going to reference Demanda 20 more times. 20 more times. We probably will, yeah. We're going to summon her. She's going to pop up behind us. (laughs) (laughs) I... I remember finding this figure. It was, was it with the generation X wave or the monster wave that it was simultaneously released with? I don't remember. Generation X. Generation X. I remember. 2099 and Gen X were, were both, I think at the same time. I remember finding these two waves together and I was just so blown away. And first of all, you had the mystique of X-Men 2099. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Oh my goodness. You know, this, these are the X-Men of the future. Who is, who is this woman with her choker, you know, and her, and her boobs and her Lucy Lawless body. I loved it. <laughs> I was so intrigued by her. I have the comic book cover where she returns later on in the series where yeah. she's kind of like in space like that. But the entire wave, you had like Mean Streak, who was such a, a another anomaly for me. So I, I'm like with you, Flink. I may not know the entire history of this character, I've only read volume one of X-Men 2099 and I didn't think it was that good. I thought the art and the vibe was great, but the actual series itself, we can always talk about later, but I, I'm always going to have a soft spot for this figure. And I am so glad you put her on here because I wouldn't have included her on my top five list, but that's why I love you so much because this just pulls at the heartstrings. I mean, typically we know that I, I, I am all about you know, completing teams and doing iconic uh, X-Men that haven't been done. But like, I had to go with a super random choice to, to, to kick us off here. Absolutely. Um, is uh, here's, here's something, maybe someone who has read more 2099 than, than I have, is she furry or does she have white skin? Cause I've always kind of pictured her as feline and I definitely used her as my Hepzibah back in the day. Yes. I don't know. Is she just like a, a, a is she just goth? I, I I don't know, to be honest with you. I I don't see Nightcrawler as furry still, like in my but head. He, I know he he's is. furball. So like obviously I know he's supposed to be furry, but for, for Nightcrawler, I'll always see him with like blue skin. Same with La Lunatica here. Like I just see her with just white skin, but she could very well be furry. Yeah. Who knows? Know. And maybe, maybe if she's made it, the new sculpt will show us. Yeah. I'm like, uh, is she going to be on the tiger body? We'll see. I, it, <laughs> assuming we ever get into the weeds with our, our Marvel. <laughs> Listen, weapons. Ryan Ting yeah. loves you. And he was, you're like, I'm going to do a Richter just for Flink. With so, boots. So right here, you're getting, you're getting La Lunatica. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can't wait. That's going to be. I'm sorry, Jesse Spana. How excited are you? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> like, give me some Pointer Sisters realness this, right now. And it, um, if this ever was made, this is going to be an exclusives for like one website. And oh, yeah. It's not even going to be like Shop Disney. It will be like deepdisneydiscounts.com. <laughs> oh, I mean. That. That's probably where she got her outfit. <laughs> oh my God. You guys are so salty. All right. Salty for a Sunday morning. Okay. So, so moving on, we're going to get a little bit back on track. 
Um, Exodus. Now, this really should be either Deathbird or Marrow because, you know, the ex-villain shelf behind me, minus the Hellfire Club, is pretty much a sausage fest. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't think I want the Toy Biz versions, like the versions they, Toy Biz made of Deathbird and Marrow. So I landed on Exodus because not only is he having a moment right now on the Quiet Council, but he's still rocking this over-the-top, fabulous 90s hot pink and white cape look. So I had to give him, I had to give him this spot. And and honestly, just looking at this figure, it it still slaps. Look at that guy. Yeah, oh, he looks incredible. That that's shoulder pad realness. That that qualifies for shoulder pads. Yeah, I'm curious why we haven't gotten him yet, because he is a member of the Quiet Council. And at the time that Hawksbox was being, you know, first rolled out, you know, all members of the council have Marvel Legends of themselves. I mean, now we can argue that not all the council members have figures of themselves because we got Destiny sitting on the council now. But I, I'm perplexed why Exodus hasn't gotten a figure yet, given his popularity. I wonder if they're going to do like a Magneto, like Acolytes box set and we'll get him, we'll get Fabian Cortez and like other, and Amelia. You know, I, I'm curious where they're going with it, but it seems pretty weird that we haven't gotten him yet. I'm wondering if they'll do something similar to like the Hellfire box set. Yeah. And we seem to get um, through Amazon one multi-pack a year. So yeah. we got Alpha Flight, then we got Thanos, mm-hmm. uh, his uh, crew, and then we just got the Wolverine one. So um, I think they're probably... Uh, if I predict correctly, probably going to go with an X theme again because two of the three have been X themed and sell pretty well. So I would not be surprised by a Magneto themed one. Oh yeah, yeah. no, and I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in in uh, for Koa Wave too. I yeah, you know, which I I was expecting to see yesterday. I thought we were going to get like a normal modern X Men wave with Captain Britain, with Exodus, <sighs> with Doug Ramsey. <laughs> I mean, we know Doug Ramsey is going to be released as a new mutants, like Walgreens type figure. So yeah, yeah. he's going to be the, with the sunspot and the cannibal heads. Yeah. That, that, that's great. But I, I, I do, I am with you. I think a Krakoa Doug would be amazing and toss him in with Exodus and, you know, would be and let's call it a wave and <laughs> call it a wave. Yeah. Call it a wave. I mean, call technically, if the rumors weren't already out there, one might speculate that a wave with Vulcan in it could be a, you know, a, a post hox pox wave. But, you know, we the speculation is already out there. So we know that that's not the case. But as soon as we get a chance to, you know, find a spot for Exodus, I, I, I think it must be done. Exodus is a must. Are we in agreement? Yes, Absolutely. So my next one uh, is the only figure that I allowed myself to include from my list last year. I wanted to try and make it unique, but I did choose random as my build a figure. Uh, Most want to build a figure last year. And I have to include him again here because he's just that bad ass. Now, a a huge reason that he was my choice for build a figure uh, is because of this 90s toy biz figure i mean he was honestly one of my favorites um i i feel like his series the series that had him i think it also had strong guy and omega red uh bishop 
Uh, and then, then the second, like more chunky apocalypse figure, I feel like that wave was kind of like a turning point x-men line the figures just started getting more heftier and detailed um and i just was so obsessed with all of those figures none more than random i love his joe Casada look i love x factor uh number 88 that was one of peter david's last issues um you know y'all and anyone who has heard me yammering about x-men before knows that the, anything peter david x factor is my jam so this definitely, definitely qualifies for that. He's an absolute must for me. Okay, but I have to ask, do you want the action feature, feature he has where yeah. it's like shoots out the missiles? Yes. Absolutely. Like it was a non-intrusive <laughs> action feature that you could like, as you can see, you know, anyone watching on YouTube can see in the picture, you could just set them in there. They weren't like some sort of auto firing intrusive firing mechanism thing it was really simple really integrated so yeah this is an action feature if they chose to include an action feature i wouldn't be mad about it it looks so good seeing this figure after so many years obviously i had it i loved it i love him with his chaps and everything i don't think you have so much better of a memory than i do did ryan ting kind of confirm that he was on a list or that talks about him there were i think it was strongly there there was a reaction that led us to believe that that random is definitely on the, the radar as he yeah. should be as yeah. he should be he really should be i would love to have him i think he is a phenomenal figure i mean i'm, I'm shocked we haven't seen him already you yeah. know yeah i mean we have basically all of 90s x factor minus 90s wolf spain i know we have wolf spain but she's still not good enough <laughs> um with we we we, we got to have random to, to close out that team I almost yeah. feel that for that uh, Danny uh, Walgreens figure, they should have swapped out Wolfsbane for Magma and everyone would just have been a lot more happy. And then we would have gotten a 90s Wolfsbane later or X-Factor Wolfsbane. She's coming. She's, She's a coming. coming. Yeah. She's a coming. Uh, speaking of one, well, actually, Daryl, you haven't reacted to random, please. I please. think that he is a quintessential 90s look. Mm -hmm. And we got Strong Guy, which is the epitome of 90s comics just gigantic unrealistic this is along the same lines like oh yeah you can easily see this figure fitting into our current displays i think it's oh, a yeah pick. random is not a random pick <laughs> <laughs> boom boom i agree i mean i feel like he's just necessary like we need him yep and and speaking of necessary, I just, you know, thinking about some of the trouble that I've had with Sugar Man and Strong Guy, if, if Hasbro wanted to include a stand so that a top heavy busty guy like Random won't take out my X Factor display every five minutes like Strong Guy does, that would be awesome. That would be great. Yeah, just, I, just putting that out there. I'm glad you said that about Sugar Man because I had to move him towards the edge of the display and like balance him against like the shelf here because he keeps. I had him in the back and he just yeah, oh, would nope. tumble, tumble over like Can't do all it. the time. I'm like, mm, please stop doing that. Thank you. I mean, the instinct is always to put the big guy at the back because, <laughs> you know, you want to put the shorter and the crouching people there so you can have a nice dynamic team lineup. But it's it's a it's a risk. That's for sure. It really is. So 
aside from random, another very necessary Toy Biz upgrade is, of course, the Banshee Jim Lee look. I mean, bravo. bravo. What could even be said about getting a Jim Lee Banshee that hasn't been said a a million times? Um, It's just iconic and necessary and the only missing piece for our blue and gold team plus supporting cast. Um, And yes, just to clarify my Toy Biz Toy Nerds, I am definitely referring to the X-Men Series 2 Banshee with the uh, the whistle built into his chest. Yes. I, I, I don't need the whistle. That's that's an action figure that was rather intrusive. Uh, so we don't need that one included here. Um, I, I, I definitely would would take a Generation X Banshee. I'll take anything Generation X. Um, but definitely we got to have this classic Jim Lee look first. I look, I agree with you. I'm in such knee deep nostalgia right now for generation X. I, I want generation Same. X, Emma and generation X Banshee, oh, yeah. but like we need the classic gym. You know, if, if someone asked me to choose, I would probably go with jet X. Wrong. I know, but gotta go in order. Like, but that being said, though, the Jim Lee one, I mean, look, how could you not? How could you not? Yeah. And you know? I think they've talked about, they really, I think Dwight addressed this in a live stream in the past year. They are trying to tackle the wings. That is what is holding them back right now, is trying to figure out an effective way to make Banshee's wings. Ryan yeah. told us the same thing when it came to Siren, that they were, and, they were trying to figure out how like, the wings come out. And I mean, with that, the rumors of a wave, the siren is being tossed around for that wave. Maybe they've solved it. Once they make a banshee, and I agree, this is iconic. Mm -hmm. They can do whatever version they want. I think we need um, the giant size X-Men banshee. So that's, they can easily just do a different paint deco, basically, and pump that out in a multi-pack if they want to. Um, This is a key person that is missing from every X display right now. Yeah, because that is not a figure that that holds <laughs> up. That the, the existing Banshee does not hold up. Banished it from your mind. Well, you know, so here's the other thing that Ryan Tink told us and, and, and folks listening at home, go check out that episode. It's listed as season one generations of X. Here's the thing he told us, which is Dwight. And I know he was being facetious, but Dwight was like, oh, I don't want to do Banshee because Banshee was the first Legends I did. <laughs> and if I do him, he'll be the last Legends. So if they do him, I want him, but it can't be Dwight's last. No, legend. it can't be. Like it can't, no. like it can't. It could be a Dwight just making amends, you know, with his past and moving forward. But yeah, that that OG Legend, oh, I, I, I have him somewhere. I don't think Same. he's that bad, but it's not good. It, he wasn't as bad as Emma. Emma was horrible in that wave. I can't, I, my, my Emma blinders are definitely going to prevent me from ever saying that that figure was worse than Banshee. <laughs> no, that is but. totally fine. That is, that is a legit fair thing to say, but yeah, I mean, I want Banshee. We all want Banshee. I, I mean, Bravo Flink once. Mm, mm. Well, yeah, he is it. my number two choice. So he's not, you know, he's, he's crucial for me, obviously, but he's not as crucial as Penance. Now, huge surprise here, huge surprise. 
I somehow managed to find a way to make Monet my number one most wanted figure, even though she's technically never had an action figure before. So yes, mm-hmm. I found a way to do that. Um, obviously my most wanted right now version of Penance would of course be Hawkspox style Monet with Penance swap parts. But yes. like I just said with Banshee, I am open to any and all Gen X characters, however they want to bring them. Bring on Chris Batalo style penance. I am absolutely fine with that. Um, I, yeah. And what this figure is, it, it, for me, if it was a little more articulated, had a little more paint on it and was scaled up a little bit more, honestly, the sculpt would kind of hold up. Yeah, I, I agree. No, it's a beautiful sculpt. And look at the details. Like she's so sinewy, you know? Yeah. I yeah. agree. It's a beautiful. I remember getting this figure and knowing it was a beautiful figure. And the packaging too. The packaging is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh, and so, she comes with the stand. So I my question about this figure, and I can't believe that I'm I'm having to ask a question about Generation X because <laughs> I feel like I'm betraying myself here. Nice. Did she ever actually wear this look outside of the covers? I only um, ever remember the black. That's the only one I remember too. Look. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only one I remember too. I don't, a lot of the later issues, I've wanted to do like such a big deep dive into Generation X, but there's only so many issues available digitally and in trade format. But I, the only time I can think of her wearing the purple was during um, that one, that issue one cover. It was I issue one, right? The holographic one. And issue I, and issue two, which was the one where they were all, she was the focus and they were all kind of looking at her. Oh, um, yeah. Um, I, I did tweet Marvel though about how they need to add the rest of Generation X to Marvel Unlimited. Yes. Then, I mean, I definitely like, have all of the single issues still. So if, I if mean, I anyone wants Someone's to come to Texas, owner. have a reading party. Oh my God. Yes. I mean, you know, I'll come over for that. Okay, so you know, penance a good number one. I feel like I feel like my list is is pretty strong here, but you know, you guys definitely uh, checked off a few that that weren't on my list. So I'm I'm excited to to discuss what you guys came up with as well. Yeah, I don't know what to say, Flink. Try harder. <laughs> I'm looking at the. You know what? You know what? I will for you. I'll try harder. You're the only one. <laughs> You're the only one that'll push me to try harder. So that is a reference to Hawkspox. What was it? Issue three, four? I'm looking. Uh, it was House of X, issue four, page nine. Page just nine. Just to be exact. Where Monet shades Jean Grey. And of course, it was an epic, salty scene. And who buys the original <laughs> print from it? The actual pages from Pepe Larraz. Oh, Flink does. I mean, of course, don't don't give me the option to buy a page of Monet sassing the shit out of Jean Grey mm. and expect me to pass that by. No, never. There you have it. There I you mean, have not it. only is it is it super appealing because it, it's one of my very favorite characters, but it also gets a little in it, Jean Grey. <laughs> so it makes me extra happy. <laughs> Oh, it does make it extra happy. Extra happy. Extra happy. Extra Speaking of extra happy, Daryl. All right. Top five list. Yeah. So my number five is someone that I know others in the Power of X-Men community have been advocating for to get 
a Legends figure. I think the look is so 90s that it's sick. Uh, it is Trevor Fitzroy. Yes! I have uh, him right here in my hands. I have Trevor Fitzroy. Um, things that really stand out to me. Obviously, we don't have this character yet. Why I want this version is, I mean, everything that if you're seeing this on YouTube, you're seeing on your screens. Um, if you're just listening, it is such a 90s look. Um <laughs> I so don't, 90s. It's hard to go beyond green hair and crystal armor. Yes. <sighs> love it to so make the much. case why we need Trevor Fitzroy <sighs> in this iteration. It's it's something that the the kid in me would want this figure right away. If I saw it on the pegs growing up, I would immediately gravitate to this figure just for how it looks. And the fact that we haven't seen Trevor Fitzroy in Legends yet, it's just, I, I'm surprised that we're two decades in. We've never had a Trevor Fitzroy, but with the current emphasis on 90s products, yeah. what, I think it's a matter of time. Oh, yeah. It would just be such a cool figure. And shout out to Hyrule Commander, who always DMs me, <laughs> asking if I can talk to the Hasbro people and get this figure made. And it's Here like, we no, go. it doesn't, I mean, we are, doesn't work that way. We're it manifesting should. it. We're putting it out into the world. I I wait, it, it doesn't work that way? I got two of my most wanted. I know. It only works, talking about? Listen, it only works for you, okay? Mm. I, what can I say? I'm a charming, charming man. Um... I definitely Fitzroy was on my long list of like mm -hmm. 15 characters that I had to whittle down for this. I loved this figure as a kid. I actually had the version that I had. He was the special metallic edition. Uh, the stripe on his outfit was gold instead of yellow. Um, it came in a two pack with the exclusive at the time uh, Maverick figure. And then it oh. also had like a little metal Wolverine in there too. Like situated um, right in the center. Yeah, yeah. I forgot I about that. that I think it was a Sears now. exclusive. No. I, I oh my god! Like I was order just it talking. From a catalog. I was I just talking to Jeff about Sears, and Jeff was like, "Sears was really big back in the day." I was like, "No, it wasn't." And then he was here, like, it "No, was. I'm talking about like the '90s back in the day." I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, you're right." I yeah. they go to had Sears. all kinds of exclusives. Yeah. That's where I found my five inch rogue. I mean, was that Sears? R.I.P. Sears. Sorry, Sears. Apparently, there's a purple version of this figure. I've never mm. seen it, but apparently, there's a version where instead of the blue, it's purple. Mm. I don't. I, purple. I looked it up on Google, and it tells me it exists, but I have no idea how it was available. But huh. fun fact: I wow. love Trevor Fitzroy in One Man's Worth, where he like zaps Xavier at the end, and he goes, "Oh, he'll be fine in a day or two. <laughs> and he just like walks through a portal. <laughs> It was so like I just have fond memories of the character. I have fond memories of this figure. So absolutely, Daryl, this is one hundred ten percent. I don't know if I put him on my list ultimately, like my long list, but I would be very happy if we got Trevor Fitzroy. Only just keep him away from Emma. For him to yes, I was about to say that. Keep him away from Emma. <gasps> Oh, and shit. something it just as I'm looking at this figure, since I have it in my hand, something I miss is just the back of the card. Oh, I know. Look I mean, at all the things you can get your parents to spend their money on. Right? Oh my God, but it was so cheap back in I but it was so cheap back in the day, $5.99. 
I think when they <laughs> when I first started, I remember clearly the first X Men figure I got was Storm, mm-hmm. and she was four ninety nine. Yes, at, at KB. Oh, at KB Toy Storm was four ninety nine. You're absolutely right. <sighs> and I mean, we even have a random. <laughs> random is right here on the back of this card, and also here Morph. Oh, oh it's the all that. winners card. It is. Oh, so good. All right, next up, I have someone already referenced, but she made my list, Marrow. Mm, yes. Marrow, yes. this is how Marrow, I feel, should look. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've listened to other podcasts, and um, I think it's even been mentioned on Powers of X-Men that she's too pretty now. Um, they gave her like a glamour makeover. I don't know why. Marrow is supposed to be frightening. Mm-hmm. And I think that this figure epitomizes a scary ass marrow. Um, you get the different bone shards as accessories. I can see this being a great Marvel legend. It's just it's made to be a Marvel legend. I still think of that scene where it was after Onslaught, maybe a little bit before Zero Tolerance, where she looks in the mirror and she controls her bones and she's beautiful and she's holding herself like this. I'm like, no. No. I mean, she was fine before the way she looked. And to your point, Daryl, she's supposed to be terrifying. I mean, this is a woman who had her heart ripped out by storm. She's not going to be a supermodel. She's not going to be happy. She has had a very, very rough life. And I love her how she is right here. I, you know, just a minute ago, I was saying I didn't, I wasn't sure that the Toy Biz version of Marrow was the version of Marrow I wanted. And that's why she wasn't on my list. And now I'm that I'm like looking at this figure. I'm like, I'm an idiot. This is how Marrow should look. This is exactly how I want her. She's hideous. She's like sassy. She's evil looking. Like, oh. I love it. I, Excellent choice. I couldn't, this, this is, I couldn't agree more. We, we got it. We got to have this marrow. I love this entire generation X wave, like wave one and wave two, all those figures. It will go without saying I would be happy to get even Except, wait, the even protector who? slash orphan maker. Yes. I was about to say that. I was about to say that even orphan maker, but give us a little nanny. Right there. Yes. I mean, it's like, yeah, nanny. If I come with nanny, it would have been over. <laughs> it would be over. Oh my over. God. I will say now that I have, done a deep dive of, of that, that issue where that look is from with you and, and Mary for our Merry Christmas special, uh, for, for generations of X, I have a new appreciation for that orphan maker look at the time. I was not about it though. Oh, I'm glad you're more side. I'm glad you're more merry about it now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm I'm more marrow about it actually. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, my third pick, we need to round out the Summers clan. We're getting close, and this will get us one step closer. It is Corsair. Daddy. Yes, Daddy Summers. and That should just be his name. Daddy Summers. Although I call him his daddy, because he doesn't have, like, he he doesn't look too daddy just yet, but he should be a daddy. He literally is. He's got grown grown children. So uh, this figure is actually at my local comic shop. They have it just hanging on the pegs. It is $15 right now. And I'm like, I am sorry. I can't do that. I can't pay $15. I would have. <laughs> I, but I am tempted every single week I go in to get my polls from Source Comics and Games in Minnesota. Shout out. Shout uh, out. Our, our local comic book shop. But 
Um, this look, the headband, the rider strong hair. I mean, mm-hmm. I know you love a good, strong, rider strong hair. I know. Don't get me started on Age of Apocalypse Iceman. Oh, and it, this is what I picture when I think of Corsair. This, yeah. this is it. This is the quiz, quiz essential look for him. And it is, I think it's a matter of time before we get this exact figure. In I agree. I think he didn't make, he was, again, on my long list. He didn't make the short list because I think I would prefer to get a proper Lalandra before we, we dive into the Star Ooh. Jammers. But all of the Shi'ar heavy hitters are, are eventually necessary, in, in my opinion. And Corsair is, after Lalandra, like, He's number two for me. Well, we can have both. We can have a two Why not both? on Amazon with Lalandra and Corsair. So speaking of, of box sets with Corsair, the one, the Corsair that I actually had, again, uh, you know, I had the, the weird versions. Um, was it a my, Sears exclusive as well? It was actually an FAO Schwartz exclusive. <gasps> it was the Dark Ooh, Phoenix fancy. box set, which at the time was the only way to get Dark Phoenix. I know they re- they eventually released her, I think single carded at KB Toys, but the first wow. way to get the Dark the only Dark Phoenix was in a four pack with this Corsair, uh, Space Wolverine, and God, I hate to say this name, Chode. Um, <laughs> and the Corsair, the, it was this exact figure, except the black parts were painted gray. And I thought he was just super fancy, even, even in his oddly colored costume. I love him. We need to call out something from that statement before we talk about this figure that Flink, as a child, went out of his way to get a special exclusive Jean figure. <gasps> yes. Listen, I was uninformed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, had- I mean, listen, in the 90s, around the time of the Phoenix saga on the animated series, there was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it, there was no X-Man cooler than Jean Grey. Yes. Period. I, I, I will give the lady her moment. It was deserved. And she, that, that Dark Phoenix figure was eventually released in KB in that Marvel Universe, like one pack. Like it was mm-hmm. just a straight up re-release. And I think I still have it somewhere here. Oh, I, just, I know mine somewhere. It's somewhere here. We raided Jeff's um, childhood home recently and we brought back a shit ton of figures. But listen, Corsair, Zaddy, like I, I'm here for him. I keep saying Zaddy, daddy, because he, he is definitely a daddy. I, I would literally, literally a daddy, (laughs) but he's perfect. And I want him exactly like this. And my last two picks, I'm going off of the X-Men theme. So wow. How dare you? How I know eject mute. How do I mute you? My number two is uh, the comics U S agent. And this is on the West coast Avengers that we mentioned a little while back. This is perfect. They can do this on a retro card and re-release it just like Toy Biz just repainted a Captain America figure. Hasbro. Star slightly to the left. (laughs) Just take a cap, paint it black, do a paint echo on the front of it, and I would be happy. So I I think it's very doable. Yeah, very doable. Just paint the the new one, the 20th anniversary cap. That would be perfect for this. I think that U.S. agent, um, obviously in the cultural zeitgeist after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we got the MCU version. It's time to get the comics version because we we don't have it. 
I mean, I'm probably definitely in the minority here, but I am a bigger fan of his unique 90s look from Forceworks. Um, oh, yes. I actually yes. managed to, to track down uh, one of these unreleased Ooh. US agent figures from, from the 90s Iron Man. So if we're going to get a, a retro card US agent, I would probably lean towards this. I think okay. they, they, they owe us a, a mainstream release of this, but obviously the, the black, white, and red is super iconic and super timely. So, you know, I would, I, I think this look is great and absolutely he's a great candidate for a retro card. Wait, BB, how much did you pay for that unreleased Toy Biz figure? 20 bucks. My God, they didn't know the bounty they had. They had no idea. Clearly. Like, oh, yes, here, I'll pay cash. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that. Thanks a lot. And I have just like a lot of nostalgia for this figure just because it was eventually redecoed as the astral plane Xavier, Xavier. in the Armor Wars, oh. Toy Biz Armor Wars series. And, and I, that, I that, figure that figure looked like a red Jolly Rancher. And I just, I, I wanted I to eat him up. He was one. awesome. I know. And I love that one too. They actually, this was rumored to be a Walgreens exclusive uh, either this year or last year. I hate Walgreens ex exclusives for <sighs> so many reasons. I uh, fucking hate them. I it's hate such. It's such a mess. I always have to buy the figures on eBay for double the price because I can never find them. I've got binary on order overseas with Robot Kingdom because I'm not going to miss out on my favorite Carol Danvers because they decided to distribute her through the drugstore. I'm just not going to do it. Well, the problem here in New York is that there is a Dwayne Reed slash Walgreens on every fucking block. Mm. And if you look through the UPC codes, everyone has one figure of each, you know, like that, that was a problem with Danny, but they don't actually have the figure. Mm -hmm. So it is just going in, stopping at every Walgreens. It is a nightmare. I, I just, I can't, I can't, and it's all walkable. So it's just, it's putting yeah. in a very laborious, um, laborious work for me, but um, yeah, I'm with you. I would love him. I think he's a likely candidate given oh, that yeah. they announced West coast. I think he's inevitable. Yeah. And my number one pick is one of my favorite figures from growing up. It's from the Fantastic Four line. It's Fireball. Hell yes. Hell yeah. This figure. I remember I did not have an in-scale Johnny Storm. So this was my human torch <laughs> for the longest time. Because I just couldn't find a human torch. Do so what you got to do. And the colors, I mean, this figure is vibrant. And visually appealing, we need Fire Lord for obvious reasons. They're really leaning into the Fantastic Four in the next year because of the anniversary. This is something that we need. And I'm so surprised we haven't gotten one yet. Well, you know how they could release him as a two-pack with Green Phoenix. Ooh. Because him and Green Phoenix fought. Did they? During the Phoenix saga, yes. Do you not I don't remember. remember. Hang on. Hold up. Let me get some receipts here. Mm -hmm. Wait, <laughs> did we just make a Fire Lord discussion about Jean Grey? Oh, yeah, look right at there. that. <laughs> look at that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Internet. I, You're I welcome. Mean, definitely agree that we need Fire Lord. Uh, we have Galactus. We have Nova. We have what's his name, who Fire Lord should have been a tier over for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think... You know, if we get another wave of Fantastic Four retro cards, which 
I think I said it in a past episode, but the Fantastic Four retro card is probably my favorite. I don't oh, know, just yeah. the hologram mm-hmm. on it. It just, it's just very appealing. Um, and by the way, I, you'll I, remember the cover. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you, you remember that cover. That's a cover of classic X-Men. No one remembers those. Covers. Okay, but this I is do. just, I this, this happened. I, you know, and then they reissued it. But no, it's an Art Adams cover. Stop. Look how cute it is. Oh. Look how cute. Gene being attacked by Fire Lord, your number one pick. Yeah. So I bet Flink is so happy right now. How many times have Link we mentioned so Gene Gray? Not enough. And I just want to put this out there for all of the employees of Hasbro that are listening, because we know that every single employee is listening. Right? Yeah. Um, we will take all of the credit if any of these figures are released. It's 100%. Oh, oh, man, we will be obnoxious on social media. Sorry in advance. Yeah. I mean, but- look, if they had made my Richter without the boots that I made a big deal out of, then I wouldn't feel so special. But they put a- attention to detail was put in those boots. I'm taking credit for it. And, and, they, called and you they, out. they called you out. They said this was your number one. Oh, well, I didn't want to. I didn't want <laughs> to like, no. say. But, I didn't want to say know. that. No. Mm. All right. Great choices, Daryl. Great choices. Those Thank were you. awesome, Daryl. All right. Let's move on. We'll move on to my list. And, you know, with my list, I wanted it to be, you know, pink jumpsuit rogue. I wanted yes. it to be space writer Jean Grey. Who? And. Uh, exactly exactly who and everyone was so angry when we got that space rider gene gray i call it star rider gene gray but i i I forget it's space right i think so yeah i think it's space i call it star because at the time i was obsessed with sailor moon so i wanted everything to be a star um and i just ultimately i went with figures that have just not been made yet so that's sort of where i wanted to go my number five is Shard yes. from the Missile Flyer series. She is Bishop's sister, and I love her so much. I mean, you're talking to a little gay boy from the 90s where an action figure came with a long braid hair, like actual yes. hair. It was so magical, but she played such a big role in the X-Men animated series. Give and, us um, the quote. You know you want I, to. You're Mr. Sinister. <laughs> and then the sinister says and who are you and she's here like a friend of charles xavier and then she does a backflip like i mean she, it's I a can't... fair question for sinister to ask <laughs> <laughs> she ain't born yet <laughs> oh she but... had been no i in that I, you know, time, right? I love shard and i love this figure and i have very fond memories of that uh, red backpack that she wears, that flying, her missile flying backpack, the wings like spring up like an eagle's wings expanding. And I definitely remember it expanding into my eyeball. Mm -hmm. I looked too close to my face, got smacked in the face by shard. Um, But obviously I love this look. I love her on the animated series. I love her as a hologram and X factor. I fully, fully support this as long as an Onslaught era bishop with the shoulder pads and short hair isn't far behind. We need a bald bishop. Like, absolutely. And and Toy Biz gave us one in the Legends wave. It was a variant. You know what I miss, Sidebar? I miss variants. Mm. I I do and I don't. I do because you would get ones like that bishop who I purchased over the regular version of the character because bald bishop was my jam. Absolutely. Uh, Mullet bishop wasn't so much. Um, but I also, it, it would, it was frustrating in instances like 
Mohawk Storm. Um, oh, she yeah. was just too damn hard to find. Dark, Dark Phoenix, Phoenix was too damn hard to find. So now hard. they're both like fifteen dollars at Dallas Vintage Toys, which is in, <laughs> which is insane to me. But like, I see them, I'm tempted to buy them. Like every we paid time. like seventy five dollars for that Dark Phoenix. I mean, I found her at retail, but <laughs> I, 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 I still. I, I, yeah, Chase figures. I Mattel does them a lot right now. I I'm glad that Hasbro doesn't because those variants. Trying to find them, um, it's already hard enough sometimes to find figures in actual stores. Mm-hmm. I think we sort of get our exercise and our steps in when it comes to exclusives. So, but um, figure I it's obviously playing to a '90s trope of you need an action feature for a figure with the missile flyers line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really need that aspect, but I think Shard is a definite need in the line. Definitely. So how would you guys, speaking of bald Bishop and mullet Bishop, how would you take your shard with the long braid or without her oh, braid? With. Yeah, with. with with the braid. For sure, for sure. 100%. I mean, it doesn't need to be real, you know, we don't need yeah. to have her wearing a wig, but I think the braid should, it should yeah. exist. It should exist. Agreed. Okay, so that was my number five pick. My next pick is oh, Age yes. of Apocalypse Gambit. Obviously, we are relaunching a new season and we're going to be discussing Age of Apocalypse. When I saw Rogue and Magneto in the second wave of Age of Apocalypse, I'm like, we need Gambit. Like, Gambit just needs to be here. And I think Gambit and the externals were, were, were one of the best stories in the Age of Apocalypse. I just loved it so much. And of course, we got him as part of Marvel's famous couple two packs with Age of Apocalypse Rogue. I'm a little stumped by that because they're technically not together in in, in Age of Apocalypse. I mean, they have the history, but she's very much with Magneto in there. And, And it was curious. But regardless, I love him and I want Gambit in this dystopian Robin Hood look. I mean... Honestly, how have we gotten two ways of AOA figures and not gotten yeah. Gambit? Yeah. Like, this is a total throwback to the 90s when he was teased and then canceled and then put in a two-pack with a repainted white queen. Like, if that's how we get him this time, I'm totally fine with that. But just one little side note about that. Can I just express my genuine happiness at having finally received an accurate AOA rogue figure <gasps> after all of these years? Did you yeah. get yours in? You got yours in. I right? did. I did. And she she's my MVP of the wave for sure. Oh, I agree. She's beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely. With her moon boots. Yes. Moon boots. You were complaining about those. And I was like, no. When did I complain about mad, moon boots? That is a Joe Mad iconic touch. She needs her slouchy fat ankle boots she when did i complain about that i love the moon boots you did you said they looked weird was i high <laughs> you might have been i might you might have been i'm like why or do we have moon boots me. here i'm glad God. that you love them now um yeah, i and- love that you called her out as a repainted emma frost because are you rewriting continuity that that's not actually rogue but it's actually emma frost she got a wig and then infiltrated gambit <laughs> Gambit's I mean lot. it's it, it mystique's done it why can't emma oh, everyone just wants good. that that cajun d who doesn't? He's I so see. hot in that series. Um, one note on this. I am also surprised this wasn't in the second wave. Uh, I thought for sure as they were revealing them one by one. Oh, Gambit's next. Gambit's mm-hmm. next. It wasn't. And I, I was surprised that they chose Iceman over Gambit. No. I wasn't. Well, you know where I'm going with this Iceman figure. He does not have the writer's strong hair. 
It's at true. all. He has the uncanny yeah. X-Force hair. It's not the original Age of Apocalypse parted down the middle hair, but he's still a great figure. I agree, though. I, I can see why that we got Iceman over, over AOA Gambit, sadly. I mean, I, I can just... I love Iceman. I would say that I would... I'm more surprised we got Legion, I think, fair, than, fair. than Iceman. Just because Iceman did get that figure in the in the the armor series that I was talking about earlier, and that figure was so iconic to me and so cool in that like blue translucent plastic. I can I can see why why the the design team was like, hey, we need this translucent blue plastic amazing figure. Yeah, I don't know I, that I would I think... trade him out for Gambit, but Gambit has to happen. And I honestly. Yesterday, when they had uh, David Nakayama doing the live, the, the drawing, revealing the drawing uh, during the PulseCon panel, I was certain at first, because he did all of the AOA box art, that we were like he was going to be revealing AOA Gambit. I was yeah. convinced. And the first few seconds of that sketch were, were pretty uh, affirming. And then it quickly went downhill from there. And it, the, I think they're going to do a wave three and they needed to keep some heavy hitters back. Fair. Agreed. Fair. I agree. I, and Storm, Quicksilver, Siggy Dazzler, Gambit. Those are, those are figures I, I, I want to see. I there. will die. I will uh, die if we get a cigarette smoking Dazzler figure. Oh, a Lila Cheney. No. Oh, <laughs> I don't know her. What, what if she's a, a variant of Dazzler? <laughs> Listen, that's fine. She can be the chase that no one finds because no one cares. Yeah. <laughs> but I agree with you, Daryl. I think the reason why we got Legion or Iceman or whoever in lieu of Gambit is because they're going to need like a, a heavy hitter for Wave 3. And they're, they're, they have to be planning a Wave And he'll three. be the headliner for sure. Yeah. 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 And I mean, they'll do Havoc. If they're, they already did Cyclops, they're going to do Alex and yeah. him and her. All right. Maybe that'll be the version we get. I, I wouldn't mind instead of another AOA wave if we just started like inserting random AOA characters in the main X waves. If like yeah. the havoc that's rumored for the Vulcan wave wound up being AOA havoc, cool. I would be very happy with that too. Yeah, yeah I agree. I don't know if we need another wave. Ded- I agree. That's a really interesting point. I don't need it to be dedicated, especially if you're going to do like Vulcan and Maggot in a wave. Why not just throw in an Age of Apocalypse? Yeah, you know, havoc. Yeah. All right. Um, my next figure is extreme knew it and this is the summers <laughs> brother that i want done next sorry vulcan but listen i love a good 90s look i mean he's got the long hair he doesn't have his backwards hat here unfortunately and i want him with his backwards hat i i just i love this character so much he epitomizes 90s cool for me and i know for a lot of people he epitomizes the worst of the 90s and <laughs> that the is best fine. of ways in the best of ways that is fine but um i just i love him very much obviously he's become a major player again with the x-men legends series where it's revealed that he is in fact the fourth summer's brother and his memories are just locked away as long as, as well as other everyone else's. So I want him. I would love to see him. How would they release him? I don't know, but if we're getting a maggot in a main X-Men wave, <laughs> they got to give us our boy. It X-Men. suddenly seems possible. Doesn't it? Yeah. And I um, want, I want ax attack all the way for this. Oh, he has to have it, but I'll be honest, this toy biz figure to me, I had it. 
it was pretty boring as a yeah. kid with the dull gray and black color scheme and that kind of old elf man face that he's got going on. But mm. like you God, said, so if, hot. If, daddy elf. It's just not, especially on the card art. He just, it's not doing it for me, but no. he's supposed to be a twink, not a daddy. Exactly. If they made him a twink, put him in blue, uh, gave him the, the backwards baseball cap. I would absolutely by this figure enthusiastically. I don't, I don't want this version. I don't want a remake of the, the nineties toy biz, but if they gave us extreme and all of his extremeness, I'm 110% on board. Absolutely. He needs, he doesn't need the facial hair like that. He needs a backwards baseball cap blue. And yes, agree. 100%. Not this. He needs to be a twink. And he needs to be a twink. He needs to be a twink. <laughs> See Nate Gray figure for inspo, please. <laughs> yes, yes, thank you. Right there, center. <laughs> How many do you have right now, Day Spring? How many? I many? have six. I have oh six. Oh my God. I know. I can't help it. Well, our boy was on discount at Best Buy. That was a disrespect. The disrespect. The disrespect. Oh and I'm still hoping. Here is something I would die on. On the hill, I will die on. I want him to be re-released with another deco and new hands with a Madeline Pryor figure. Like Sold. a famous couple. Sold. A famous couple. Are you are, famous wait, incest? Are you Flink? I can't remember. Are you pro or against the oh, Maddie Nate? Thank you. No one pro. is pro. The amount of DMs I get every time I post something about uh, Maddie and Nate. I mean, it is, it's lonely here. And this is a mount. I will die. I will die on this mount. This is what the X-Men comics are about. If you're not interested in reading about an alternate universe clone son (laughs) boinking his clone mother, I don't, what are you reading X-Men for? The X-Men aren't for you. Yes. Right. The X-Men are literally not your bag. Like, no, (laughs) if you're not here for that, then I, you know, you don't deserve the Dark Phoenix saga. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now I'm going to get the hate. Yeah. Which is fine because I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) I'm going to look into everything. My queen, I will do anything. God. And and she was so great. I don't want to take this away from Extreme to talk about uh, Madeline. But she was so great during the Nate Gray series. When people are she like, was. how do you write? How do you write Madeline? Oh, Madeline's always a reaction to Gene. And no, Nate Gray and um, Mutant X. Those are two great stories yep. where Madeline shines on her own and she is portrayed independent of Gene. I mean, I know I, we have the 25th anniversary, you know, issue, I, or 25th issue. I do have to say that the, you, you brought her up, you brought up Madeline and Mutant X. The only reason that that figure did not make my list of redos is because she wasn't available at mass retail. Yeah. I like really reined myself in here and kept it to mass retail figures only. Otherwise mm-hmm. we would have had Puzzle Zoo Wolfsbane. We would have had <laughs> Mutant X Maddie. We would have had Toy Fair Feral. I tried to keep it fair. I tried to right. keep it to the figures. You could go into Toys R Us or KB and buy. Maddie was definitely on my list, but I just thought, you know, I, I think she is a figure we will truly eventually get. And probably in that look, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we got it from Diamond. So so I'm 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 cautiously optimistic for for that for that Maddie figure. And but, Extreme, uh, who we're and, here to talk about right now. <laughs> listen, I really hope we get extreme, but listen, I'm not holding my breath on this one, but he's number three for me. My next choice is genesis oh yes. my goodness i just that cover 
with him holding cable. Yes. I mean, it's everything I love about the X-Men. I mean, he is Cable's future son adopted. I'm still confused on like, if he adopted, is yeah. he, we know he's Jen Scott's son, but did Cable also like bring him into like Clan Ascani and like the entire thing? I'm, I'm so confused by it, but I'm not confused by this look. I love that he is literally on apocalypse's side he has the apocalypse look there i mean it is all that messy summer's family drama that just confuses casual readers and no one wants a part of but it represents everything i love about the x-men yeah i want this look i want it i mean this is definitely another from my long list i absolutely adored this figure as a kid i loved all of the different shades of blue and turquoise and the apocalypse helmet uh, he, de- I love the maniacal smile. Like he needs to look like he's going to murder me from across the room. Yes. I, I love it. And he has to come with spine, spine with a yes. Y. He has yes. to have it. And, and, and the thing like that maniacal look, because he has no redemption. I mean, he right. is just an angry villain. That's it. I don't need a Thanos or like a heartfelt apocalypse, long lost love narrative here. He is just angry at his dad. He is taking it out on him. He's joined his dad's worst enemy. And yes, I would love this with Cable, Jen Scott, and Genesis. Give me a family three-pack a la Magneto with Wanda and Quicksilver on Just Amazon. Genesis. I mean, Genesis. Daryl, your feels? Yeah, this is such an iconic look. You nailed it. Like this sculpt, as much as we really beg on it, action figures from our childhoods. This sculpt is so good. I mean, you you know exactly how to feel about this character, just seeing it on the peg. And that's the thing that even going back to our discussion earlier about if you were a kid wandering down the aisle, I would want this guy as a villain, even if I didn't know who he was. I know. But you know what the best part of him was, was in the animated series, he was just Tyler. You know what I mean? Cable's son, that Cable was risking everything to go back and save. You know what I mean? And we see him as a kid and he's like, dad, and hugging. And then you see, oh my God, he grows up to be like Apocalypse 2. You know, that's what I called him at the time. Like, Oh my God, like that's insane. And, and, and it sparked that curiosity and that appetite to find out what happens in the story and what happens in the comics. So this is why I just, I love the character. He yeah. incited so much curiosity. I love the look and I love the bright colors. I mean, what you just said was my only frame of reference for the character <laughs> at the time that I bought this figure. Um, yeah. I only knew that Tyler was uh, as Cable's son who he, like you said, risked it all. To, to save the timeline for, yeah. uh, you know, Tyler, you know, the picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, thank so you for that. that. Now that's only... all I'm going to hear. I'm literally oh going to be God. dreaming about that. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if this figure, if they release this figure, I will, I will release a podcast of me only saying the word Tyler over and over. Thank no, you. But that was my frame of reference for, for this character. And so to have him, you know, take up, the apocalypse mantle it was like you said it just sparked my curiosity as to what the hell went yeah. wrong here i mean it made you believe that cable will lose somehow to as apocalypse and it was just a very profound story for mm-hmm. a little kid to swallow but definitely yeah so there number two my number one i 
I did wrestle over this because I know this would be on Flink's list and it was also on your list too, Daryl. But yeah, it was before because a peek behind the curtain, we shared our list with one another and adjusted so that we would have diversity on the yeah. list. This was also my number one. Yeah. And this one was on all of our lists and we let you have it, Dayspring. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> I, I ultimately fought for it because, I mean, we need him. I mean, it is Chamber from Generation X and I want him in the Generation X look. 100%. That is the look we need. We need him yes. with the yellow boots. I want a big old flame right there. I let me see some of the figures here. I'm trying to see do we have any characters that have like fire on them, like but molded into them? I mean, there's the human torch has oh, his little right. pieces. Yeah. Um I'm looking, I'm looking. I'm looking, I'm looking. I mean, here. we have I guess the the closest thing we would have would be cannonball's lower half. Oh, maybe? you're right. Where where yeah. is that figure? I think Jeff boxed him. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. Yeah. So I want the fire effect like yes. that. You know what yes. I mean? Like that. I don't think I need the sparking action, sadly, but no. that is what I, mm, that is what I want. And yes. I mean, I think it's, I think he is, here's the thing. If we're going to get Maggot and Vulcan, why aren't we getting Chamber? No shit. Why aren't we getting Chamber first? Yeah. No, look, I'm not going to argue over who we should get first as long as we get them all. But Chamber was Def, he, he wasn't just on my long list for this. He's on all of my Marvel Legends want lists. I, I want this figure so freaking bad. Like, like, like you said, I would be really curious to see how they would handle the chest flames, but he definitely does need to be powered up. No bandages covering, covering his torso. Yep. Um, and yeah, it has to be. It has, it has to, to be done. Uniform. Yeah, it has, has to, to be. be done in Gen X. Yeah, and uh, can you imagine how beautiful that figure would be? Oh. So no, beautiful. I can't. <laughs> I can't. You know what? You're right, Daryl. We can't. So Ryan, everyone at Hasbro who's listening, please just let us see it. Let's see how beautiful it can be. Show us. Just show yes. us how. And he can be a build. Prove to us. He can be a build a figure. Yeah, I'll take him as a build a figure. So that way we can get some budget with him. I will. Yeah. I will buy the entire wave, even if it's an Iron Man wave. I, I was gonna say, put him in an Iron Man wave. Yeah, put him in an Iron Man wave. Put him in like an Avengers wave. We'll buy it. We'll buy. Put him in the next Eternals wave. We'll totally buy that. I mean, I did buy the entire Eternals wave, so I don't so know. So did I. I'm really excited. I'm waiting on Ajax. Uh, oh, that's the only one I'm missing, too. My Angelina is here, though, and she's gorgeous. She's she gorgeous. Shout out to Michelle Waffle Dero, who met Angie at the, at the premiere. She yeah. went, Man, coming up. She went with her husband, JT, and also Namor Cosplay. They had a lot of fun. Can't wait. I saw, I saw Namor Cosplay in the background of some of like the actual Marvel account videos. I was like, we know that guy. We know him. We, <laughs> we, we know her. If we were to only submit one character from our lists, are we in agreement that Chamber would be our mutual most wanted? Hang on. Let me look through every. I was about to ask a similar question. Like if we all oh, wanted shit. to pick one. I stepped no, on no. your lines. Why are you not stepping on my and lines? It, it's an organic looking, conversation. While you're looking at that, Day Spring, I just want to bring up the multi pack from Amazon. They okay. didn't flight one they could do a generation x one no shit we <laughs> we have a three generation x figures within our 15 long list so i think it obviously it, there are tons of cool looks 
who knows how well it would sell. I mean, that's why I think Alpha Flight was released in a box. I, I love Alpha Flight, mm-hmm. but, I, but if they did a wave, it would not sell. If they did a Generation X box set, gangbusters chamber separately if chamber was in a regular wave um sort of like guardian ones and the rest of them are released in a box set or not the rest they can't fit that within just five but they did another one well think about a gen x like box set you will have heavy hit heavy hitters like banshee emma and jubilee yep right there and you know what rollerblades she needs rollerblades listen i know this is going to be contentious but like I'm good spirited enough, you can throw in a Wolverine as well in there. But give us penance and chamber. I know, I knew they were gonna give that. Pick. Listen, Listen I'm if just, you're gonna throw I'm a Wolverine in thinking, there, I'm just thinking if, of mass retail. I mean, look, that's fine. And if they need to throw a Wolverine in there, just give me '90s noseless Wolverine to at least fit the. Air. Oh, I love Feral Wolverine so much. I love that one so much. And uh, or throw skin in there. I mean, there are uh, skin. some Angelo figures that. We will never be unless they're released within a box set like that. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Asbro, you have your next idea right here. Thank you. We're available for a consultation. Thank you. Literally (laughs) consult us. Um, Looking at the figures here, let me sound them off since you guys don't have the PowerPoint uh, in front of you. Or if you do, I'll still sound them off. Uh, La Lunatica, Exodus, Random, Banshee, Penance. Trevor Fitzroy, Mero, Corsair, U.S. Agent, Fire Lord, Shard, AOA Gambit, Extreme, Genesis, and Chamber. I'm between Chamber and Banshee. Those are the two that I, I, I would submit that hands down just needs to be done. I would say Penance is obviously going to be, I would say Penance and Chamber. Let's let's rip off the Gen X Band-Aid. Let's kick the Gen X door down and, and just get our foot in the door. Okay. Yeah. They, they did it with age of apocalypse and it obviously was successful enough to do a second wave. So it ripped that bandaid off. I agree on chamber and Banshee. Um, okay. It's tough for me to pick between the two of them. If we were really going to push, I would say chamber because we know that Banshee will yeah. be it. It is. He will be made eventually, if not in the next year, he's on a long list because he's going to be the anchor of one of the waves. Yeah. Um, Chamber is less likely, but I think that is the one I would push forward as a dark horse pick for their marketing team. He's so toyetic. It is. He is toyetic. I love that. I'm going to steal that. Like, I think I stole it from, from, from the Hasbro team yesterday. By all means. Again, I had them on mute. I had them on mute. (laughs) (sighs) So rude. Go listen to everything. All right, guys. Everyone in the Power of X-Men community knows where to find you all, but Madrox, why don't you tell us where folks at home can connect? With yeah, you? people can find me on Instagram at Mac on Fleetwood. So it's like Fleetwood Mac, but Mac on Fleetwood. And check out our coverage of the What If episodes. We go into great detail and we have so many great guests on there. I mean, voices that had never been on the podcast before or ever been on a podcast to begin with. So I'm so happy that we were able to do those. Um, this is me you. just learning that it's Mac on Fleetwood and not making Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who's making Fleetwood? I don't know. I don't know her. I don't know her. <laughs> I thought like that was like Googling making Fleetwood. Making Fleetwood. Oh, I got it now. Wow. The more wow. you know. 
more you know. Yeah, those sabes. Um, Flink, everyone knows where to find you. Where can folks at home connect with you? I am at Flinkman on Instagram. And yeah, that's that's really the only socials I do. I'm on there sharing bullshit every day of my life. So come come share in my sharing. And we have season one called Generations of yes. X, which is a podcast we did together. We have so many fantastic interviews there from Ryan Ting to Lee Waltz to the Gen X actors. Please go check them out. Flink has been on Power of X-Men. We've done reaction videos and we have a kick-ass interview with Cy Spurrier, which is phenomenal. I mean, that was such a wonderful... That's when we made up and 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 we came together. <laughs> that was and when we decided to be friends, friends again. again. Mm, depending on the month, we may or may not be friends, but that, right. was, that was a very special... We both had like an emotional wave and, and we came together for Cy and that's a great episode. Yeah. Um, folks, we are relaunching the podcast as Power of X-Men Apocalypse and Mr. Scott Free is going to be joining and that's going to be November 15th. We will have some fun swag for that coming up and we do have some in- interesting guests. And every time I announce a guest ahead of time, they end up ghosting me. So I'm not going to announce who we have, but one of them I am so excited for. And folks, please rate and review this podcast. I am Dayspring. You can hit us up at Power of X-Men on Instagram, not Twitter, because I only use Twitter when Instagram is down. (laughs) Alrighty, folks, we'll see you next week.